We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello and thank you for tuning in to episode 74 of Married Millennials. We hope all of you enjoyed your Labor Day weekend. This weather in LA for the last few days has been outrageous. 108, 109, 110 degrees, had tropical storms have a massive fire burning in the L.A. hills. Anyone who lives up there, I hope you guys are safe. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're not really in a position to talk about weather right now. That is true. (laughs) Yeah, there are bigger problems, but but it is a little crazy. No, and and I don't say that to be insensitive to those who are severely impacted by Hurricane Harvey. I was not trying to joke about the matter. I'm just saying, living in Los Angeles right now, it is reckless. well, it, was, it, is, it was it's a record heat degrees. wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is I it is crazy weather. And also, I always, whenever we have crazy weather, I think Jesus is coming. Like he's on his way. Why do you got to go there? Cuz that's that's what I think. I I honestly think that and also I just hope that he takes me before the craziness. Like I guess hey, like you know what? Don't let me be here for the crazy. You know when you have that one friend <laughs> That you joke with, that you say something, and then they just go from zero to 900. And it's like, really? Like, we can't even, no progressions? We established that I'm that person. Yeah, it's like, come on. Why, why do you have to go there? I am that I person. sneezed. You know, when I sneezed, I felt like I was dying. I said, Lord, <laughs> this is my day. I, I just knew it because the way it came out of my nose, I said, I, I'm having a heart attack. You're what? that person. That, you're that person. <laughs> it's just extreme everything. That doesn't even make any sense. Anyway, speaking from like zero to nine thousand, <laughs> that argument on insecure, we we are gonna have to have a whole episode de- dedicated to insecure season two. Like I just, that's a good show. It's, it's a, a really wonderful good show. show, and the season finale is next week. So we're gonna we're gonna dive into yeah. Last the last night's episode is. or Sunday's episode yeah. was was a lot. Was just a there lot. was so much. It's a lot, and I don't so want to spoil much. it because I'm sure some people have a DVR. They're out of town on Labor right. Day, so we're not gonna we're not gonna go into the spoiler. Yeah, but I think we are gonna have to sit and really talk about and dissect these characters. Yeah, insecure. The, the thing because I love it's about, real life. It is. it is real life, and that's what I'd say. This is the one thing I appreciate about the show is they show you dating, particularly in Los Angeles, like very accurately. It's like, this is what people are going to. And being in your young 20s and your early 30s, you just get it. From even the experiences at work to having friends who are making more money and more successful in their field, but they're dealing with the corporate bureaucracies, being single, how social media is messing things up. I mean, literally, it is a very accurate depiction of what it's like in the the dating world today. Job job well done. It is. But last night was was interesting. It was a lot. Uh, that's how we were all sitting here. Our producer Andy Ray was watching with us, and he, he, we all were just in silence. And he said, "That was a lot." <laughs> yeah, just sitting there after and, a watch. And that was exactly those were the thoughts that were going through my mind. That was a lot. Just trying to digest it all. So I'm, I'm excited to dive into that. Gotta love relationships. And so, I mean, speaking of relationships, the Black Love documentary. Oh yeah. Just aired this week. We actually know the producers of that show. And we went to, they had a, an opening night event mm-hmm. uh, this, past, this past week. And we, they had a few, 
of the panel, a few of the guests who were in the show, the couples that are in the show, came and, and did a, a lively Q&A discussion that was actually moderated by Yvonne Orji. She's pure comedy. Right. Uh, but it, it, was just, it was just nice to see. And there was probably about 2,000 people, mm-hmm. black folks everywhere. Yeah. Just Supporting really focused love, and dedicated on love. And, you know, even though the, the show is black love, it, it spotlights love. Right. And, and I, I love, I, it was just a, I love the concept of the show. I love the event. I'm looking forward to seeing the all energy the there was great. The panel was great. I, I thought that was that was kind of like marriage counseling again. Like you know, obviously I I consider this our podcast a therapy session too. It, it is, yeah. But but even being there and listening to other couples and what they had to say, and I feel like for us we're always the people talking. So it was nice to hear other people talking and saying things similar to what you say. Yeah, and Devon Franklin was out here just dropping gems. All like, the Bruh. have I not referenced him like yeah. three. Three times this he's, whole like, but that's what, he's so polished. He's, he's just so polished. So polished. His yes. answers, everything he says, I feel like he's just come, just perfectly polished. He's a very good example of somebody who says all the right, all things. the right things. He seems very plugged in and in tune with who he is, and even how he delivers. And what marriage needs to be yeah, everything, everything. Nothing is wrong. He's it's so like polished. it's perfect. So Devon, you know, if all the men in there, I, I left. I was like, man, everybody's gonna have to go home and listen to. Did you hear what Devon said? Right. Yes, we heard what Devon said. Right, hey, that was my whole thought as he but was talking. But even you, as he was talking, you were like, mm. like yeah, yeah like, but it was bad. Was it was one point. of those like, oh man, I'm gonna hear about this. Yep, I knew it. And you did, and, and I've, yeah, multiple times, several times, yeah. Yeah, but it, it, like I said, it was it was a good event. Make sure you guys tune in. It's airing every Saturday, I believe, at nine yes. o'clock on the Oprah Winfrey Network. So make sure you guys definitely. Definitely check that out. Congratulations to Cody and Tommy mm-hmm. for creating that project, giving birth to that project, yeah. and, and now you know the world is is, is seeing you right. know, what what love is. And like I said, it's a beautiful thing to right. see all those people who really care about love. Love is not lost. And also, shout out to another married couple working together. Very true. I, I love hearing them talk too because I'm. It, it's nice to know you're not alone. No. Because <laughs> we love each other and we like each other, but you don't always like working with each other. Facts. Yeah. Facts. With so, a capital F-A-C-T-S. Yeah. Hashtag. Bold. <laughs> 72 fonts. Underlined. Yeah. Italicized. Yeah, right. With the yellow highlights. All things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm happy that we were able to be a part of that event. That was very enjoyable. Yes, most definitely. And I don't know if some of you guys saw our Instagram story this week, but my beautiful wife, Joy, got her hair did. You know. So she got box braids. And this is the first time I've seen Joy with hair in probably long hair. It's been over a year, right? Yeah, it's been like a year and a half. Yeah, like a year and a half. And I... I love my wife. Whether her hair is short, whether it's long, it's in between. I mean, you're really feeling the short yeah, hair. Yeah, I, I like it. I, I just if if she loves it, I, if she likes it, I love it. it. It just doesn't bother me. But she walked in with her braids, and all I saw was her silhouette, and I was like, okay, just looking all kind of scrumptious for the last about seventy-two hours. I'm like, yeah, I like I like all of this. He's been so into me. I'm like, this is all I needed to do. <laughs> Men are just you guys are such visual creatures, and it. I, I need to accept that. But again, I'm not going to tailor my life to it. No, but, as you and, should. And you're very supportive either way, like you said. But your reaction is ridiculous. But I didn't even know I liked hair like that. I, I didn't care. My mom, I grew up in a household where my right. mom, her best friend, and my you're sister. You're actually the one who suggested all, going shorter. Yeah, like, all just had short hair. Yeah. It was, it was, so it's not an issue to me. The, right. the, and even my auntie. Like, all the strong women in my life right. all have had short hair. Right. So it, it never, it was never a connection to me. 
And I was like, okay, so cut your hair. No, you you look good either way. I said, right. she walked in with all that hair. I said, hey, hey, hey. Right. Just looking all, like I said, looking all scrum delicious. My goal with hair is this, and I've said this before, is that to, to keep switching it up. I don't want to look the same all the time. I just don't. And I, I don't want to look back on pictures and not know if I was 25 or 28. You know, I, I want to be able to say this was when I was 22 years old, and I know because of you know, what house you were in front of or what hairstyle you have or whatever. You know, I wore a ballet bun for like 20 years, right? So it, it was time time to switch it on up. Well, uh, but, I, I appreciate the switch. Yeah, it I do like the box race. I will say, though, that the scalp is on struggle mode. These are heavy. They're heavy. And you don't realize it because, I mean, they're long. First of all, they're like almost to my butt. But... Uh, yeah, I had no hair, so I'm that I'm getting used to. But I do like this way. I, I won't lie; I've been flipping it quite a <laughs> bit. So, thanks for noticing me, baby. Yeah, you look good. I, I am a definite fan of you with hair and without hair. But this is a nice little little change You're just up a fan, for fan right of now. Me in general, yeah. yes, right. So for this week's show, we had the opportunity to sit down with Leslie Antonoff, founder of the Hot Mommy blog and host of the upcoming culinary series, Butter and Brown, that's set to air on Aspire TV. And the conversation with Leslie is so cool, and you guys are, are going to see it or l- listen to it here shortly. Uh, the thing I loved about Leslie is... When she kept 110. She, did, she kept it yeah. 120, like yeah, not even just right, 110, right. but 120. And there's certain people that you just meet in life who have just that good spirit about them, who want to help, who don't mind just being real, being comfortable, being mm-hmm. fun, being them. And, and Leslie was definitely one of those people. Leslie was a really good support. We talked about motherhood, her journey through schooling, because she got pregnant during her senior year of college. Imagine that. She dove right into that. We talked about her entrepreneurial and creative ventures and her journey to get to where she is now. It was an overall great conversation. I'm excited for you guys to hear it. Introducing Leslie Antonoff. Today we are joined by entrepreneur, host, blogger, <laughs> fashion maven, literally everything under the sun, Miss Leslie Antonoff. Leslie, thank you so much hey for joining guys. us. Thanks for having me. Welcome to the show. Yes, intro. Yeah, boom, get it. We got to get our dance. <laughs> yeah, we were talking before music. we came on, so we need a theme song. Yes. Yeah. We need a guy. I know we have our, our initial theme song when the, the show starts, but we need like the right, interview, yeah, theme, interview theme. Something yeah. that warms you up. Exactly. Get a nice little dance. It's going to be interview time. It's interview time. No, see, see, no, 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 no. Maybe this, not that. this is about <laughs> Leslie. This is not <laughs> about me Joy singing. singing yes, sure. And Leslie dancing. Okay, okay so we, that's what we got. We're going to work on it. We're going to work on it. So if you guys out there got some good stuff, Randy, I know you're going to edit this in a little bit. So come out here with a, with a nice little little something special. Right? So Leslie, I mean, you yeah. really have so much going on. I mean, oh you God. are, you have your own blog. Yes. You have started your own clothing line. Ooh. You're a host for an upcoming TV show you on Aspire. Cool. I mean, you have yes. so many things going cool. on. <laughs> when did the creative bug hit you and say, this is what I wanted to be, a full-time creative? I guess when I graduated from school and I just couldn't get a job. You know what I mean? I think mm. everybody was in that position at that time between, you know, 07, 2011. Mm-hmm. It was yep. like... The recession. Right. Yeah. The, recession. Yeah. the struggle like, that nobody wants to talk yeah. about. No one wants to address. No, I could not get a job. And when I tell you I had a spreadsheet of 200 jobs that I had applied for Less. and oh could not get gosh. one. 200? 200. Also, and shout I'm out not. to your organization. Like you, said, you said I had a spreadsheet. I spread a spreadsheet. Right. spreadsheet. Yeah. Yeah. Say it was already. color-coded, right? Yeah. Oh, my god. It was like red to not. I know I love operational excellence. 
I so I know that we could work very well to together. I'm trying to get my, my wife there on the, on the operational we'll side. I'm doing well. Don't worry. Don't we worry. organized our closet work. yesterday. Yes, we did. We, we, we will get Those to that closets. later. Yeah. We will definitely get I hope there were huggable hangers, just thin velvet. No, we, we don't do have that. that. Come, on. <laughs> Come on. Let's leave. Okay, I'm This is what we're going to work on because you got all of this. So clearly you – So we. I didn't say that in the intro, but also now you do interior designing as well. On the side. On the side. Gotcha. Yeah. So, I mean, basically, I was just like, yo, this is not working. And at the time, I thought, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do? You know what I mean? My whole thing is always order my steps. Where should I go? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I thought, these 200 jobs, let's say you're not underqualified. You're not unqualified. So, it has to be that this is just not the way you're supposed to go. Mm -hmm. So, I said, okay, well, I need to figure it out. Um, My good friend, Issa Rae, as -hmm. most people know her, Mm -hmm. she came to me and she was like, Leslie, you got to come be on Aqua Blacker. And I was like, girl, go. <laughs> no, nobody's doing that. That's you know, nothing. Like, yeah. mm, no. You and this, know? Is, this is before she, or right this when she started. This is before she, uh-huh. I mean, she was like still Issa. People were getting to know her. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Leslie, come like be on the show, do like some jokes. And I'm, you know, that's what happens when you're the funny friend. Yep. People mm-hmm. assume like, you know, you go, be funny. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, no, nigga, that's not how it works. <laughs> it's not how it works. I, I just don't be funny. Excuse me, I need to fix my little headphones here. And so essentially she came and she said, Leslie, do this. Kill it, and then you know, I was like, okay, girl. And then have a career. Right, and I was like, <laughs> I'll do it for you. So yep. I wrote this thing. It was episode seven of mm-hmm. Awkward Black Girl, the poetry, the date episode. Season one. Season one. So this is, the, this is the beginning is the of beginning. Awkward Black Girl. Yeah, right. See, a lot of people, beginning. see, people only know Issa now exactly. from Insecure. Right. Like, I no, loved Awkward Black Girl. That, that got me through college. Through college. I it was hilarious. So she says, come do this thing. I did it. I didn't tell her what I was going to say. She was like, just show up, shock me. I did that. She was like cracking up. And I was like, oh, thanks. You validated me. Yeah. <laughs> I might be kind of funny. Yeah. So after that, she says, Leslie, yo, we're trying to like build up the YouTube channel. You mm-hmm. know, I need my own original programming. Will you do a show? Again, I was like, no. Like, well, bitch, that's dumb. <laughs> yeah. You see the spreadsheet. <laughs> right. Like, I, I need a job. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing a real that. job. Right, a real job. Not I also YouTube have a kid. Thing. Like, so no, yeah. I'm not doing that. She's like, no, just do it. I said, okay. Give me a camera guy and I'll do it. You know, I just threw it out there. This bitch found me a camera. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, thanks. Okay. So that's how I started. And that's when I was doing Let Leslie Tell It. And that turned into like, first a bi-weekly just kind of talk soup. You know, me talking about the Kardashians to loving hip hop to whatever was on. And that became weekly mm-hmm. and ended up getting like almost 30,000 views an episode. Oh, so wow. That's and I was good. like... Pretty darn good. So maybe I got I something might here. Be onto something. Yeah. And from there, you know, it just kind of spiraled. And I think that the creative thing has always been there, but you just need somebody who sees in you what you may not. Mm-hmm. And she was that person for me. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just grateful to her as a friend for being like, yo, you can do this girl. And ever since then, it was just, you know, kind of snowballed. So thank you, Lord, for not giving me a job. Yeah. <laughs> so there's blessings in it. Right. Yeah. So this goes back to, you know, when you're when you're putting your head pushing your head yes. against a wall so many times and you just get denied, denied, denied. And sometimes there's a blessing that is not through that door. Absolutely. But we're just so focused on, yeah. on that one thing. Delay is not denial all the time. You know yeah. what I mean? Like sometimes mm-hmm. it just takes a while, but it's God being like, that's not what I have for you. Exactly. So I have something better. And you're like, do you? Because... Always. Because you're still trying right. to do So you have to say, thank you, Lord, for the prayers you didn't answer. Exactly. Or you did, but just in a different right. way. The, thank you for the things you didn't mm-hmm. give me. Thank you for the no's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that, that's yeah. real. for the yeses. Yeah. So then from Issa Rae's, yeah. your own show that you had on, on, on her YouTube channel, did that 
lead you into creating your Hot Mommy blog? Yeah, I mean, so the Hot Mommy came along. I became a mom at 23, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? But, you know, I was like, I'm about to kill this shit. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Be a mom. Like, you can do it. Um, I was the only mom amongst all my friends, and so I was like, oh, okay, but I'm like 23, so I'm still kind of cute. I do love fashion and style, so I was right. like... I'm gonna be like the hot mommy. Mm-hmm. So that literally just came when I joined Twitter. And I was like, I'll just do this. And then from there, it kind of became its own thing. It was a thing. Right. right. I mean, you know, when people go out and then they see you and they call you that. So they're yes. like, hey, hi, mommy. And I was like, mm-hmm. so, I'm famous, <laughs> so, so I'm famous. So I'm Twitter famous. So that kind of spiraled from there. And I was like, okay, so hot mommy took on its own entity. It just mm-hmm. like became a life of its own. And, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of again just fulfilled the prophecy of like, yo, you've been calling yourself this. So mm-hmm. be that. And, yep. you know, even in that, I think being a mother, when other people didn't see that in their friends, that showed people like, yo, let's see, you, you did that shit. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I had to. You know, yeah. you can either do it or you can be like, I'm just going to fail. I'm not going to make it happen. And I'm not that person. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, I'm just about to kill it. I'll just be hot mommy. <laughs> I'm going to figure it out. I didn't like the word MILF. So that's why I went Well, yeah, it has, a, it has a sexual connotation, yeah, so I was like, a porn connotation. Yeah, I'm like, do I want everybody to try to fuck it? It's a porn <laughs> thing? Yes. yes. On every porn site, what? there's definitely like, a MILF category. MILF category? No. Every single one. Right. I'm like, I mean, we know what the acronym <laughs> says. I mean, right. why are you like, why are you confused, Joy? <laughs> I feel like the funny thing about Joy is every single time we have an interview, she <laughs> has this aha <laughs> moment that is just so obvious to the whole world. I was a sheltered child. But that's, but that, that's not excusable. I was so sheltered. So it's like I, I learned new things. I didn't like, know. I mean, I know what knew, MILF did, no. stands for, <laughs> but I didn't know it was a porn thing. But now it makes sense. Everything's a fetish. But like, I was like, oh yeah, I'll be a MILF one day. <laughs> like, no. I mean, now I want to be a hot mommy. Yes. 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 So that's it. That's it. Uh-huh. So, I mean, and I had a blog before with my sister. It mm-hmm. was actually called Fly Coast to Coast. Okay. I lived here. She lives in Brooklyn. So, you know, the coast to coast. Thing. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So this is actually my second iteration of a blog. Um, mm-hmm. And I just loved it. I'm a writer, you know, by nature, by trade. And so it just gives me a space, of course, to be creative there. But mm-hmm. also just to kind of document your style and what you look like. You Definitely. know what I mean? I can look back and be like... Ooh, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> you look a hot raggedy mess. You yeah. know what I mean? So And you posted it. And wrote about it. Yeah. Like, this outfit is so fly. No, yeah. it's not. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So from there, we were just doing that. And then her career kind of started to blossom. And so it just kind of left me in a space where do I keep wanting to do this or do I just kind of let it fall by the wayside? And I realized this is something I like to do. Mm-hmm. So I have to make it happen for myself. And that's where the hot mommy came in. Got you. Thanks. Now you had mentioned that you had a had a kid, yes. and I know in an Ebony article that you wrote in 2015, yes. you spoke about that. Mm-hmm. 23 years old, you find out you're having a baby in your senior year of college. L City, take no, us through. Not. Take I mean, us through that mental state, like when you found out. Because uh, it's young, but it's not like you weren't right. like a child. It's like it's not the worst age, yes. but it's not the but ideal time. Right, right. So it, it wasn't optimal. I mm-hmm. agree with you that it was like, okay, I'm not 16. Right. But on the other hand, it was my senior year of college. Yeah. So I was just kind of like, damn, Gina. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I was very disappointed. Mm-hmm. I was sad. Um, I was devastated, you know, because at the time I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? But I am also being me. I went back to school. And I was like, okay, well, whatever. I'm about to go to school. I have this baby at school. I'm going to walk around. Like, <laughs> whatever. You know what I mean? Whatever it takes. I'm whatever getting this degree. Takes, I'm getting this degree and I'm getting it finished. So unfortunately, that same year, my little sister came to school and we went to Howard. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, you know, we came from a single parent home. And so our financial aid had to get split. 
So because I was in my super senior year, it was like my fifth year, uh, they were giving all the financial aid to my sister. Uh, and so I didn't have any money to finish school. And so it was like, what am I going to do? So I went, you know, to the provost and I'm trying to pull these strings and do this uh, and do that. And they were like, maybe we should just take a leave of absence. Uh, I was like, leave of who? <laughs> no, <laughs> you know no. who I right. am? I was like, I have 21 credits left. Yeah. That is literally nothing. You yeah. know, and I was that just like, nothing. I have that's to do That's not even a four year. This, right. That's, yeah. that's a loaded semester. I was yeah. done in December. December. Yeah. And they were like, no, no, we can't oh. do it. So I ended up having to leave Howard, come home, my senior year with 21 credits left. <gasps> Isn't that the worst? So you did you did even half of your super senior year at Howard? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I then had to come home, and I ended up finishing at Dominguez just to, like, wrap up. But my mom even offered, she's like, well, you know, you've had the baby. You can leave her here and just mm-hmm. go back and finish. Mm-hmm. But I just couldn't, you know, leave my baby here. Yeah. And I was like, I can't do that. Like, you know, that's whack. I'm going to be, like, <laughs> yeah. all the way across the country yeah. trying to finish these 21 credits. But I'm still going to be having a good time. Meanwhile, my mom's over here taking care of this baby. Like, right. That's some bullshit. Okay. Right. I'll just stay, you know, but the crappy part was in in going to Dominguez, I then had to do two extra years of school. (gasps) What? Because in California, you have to do California requirements. So I was done with that. So you got super (laughs) played. Yes. So played. To like the nth degree. And at Howard, you can't technically, so you have to finish like your last 30 credits at Howard. So even though I'm a Howard alum, because I went there four years. Yep. Like... My degree says Cal State oh because Howard was like, gosh. oh, you didn't finish the last 30 here. But you're an alumni. So I'm an alum, but my degree has to read. Oh, they played you. Didn't they play are you? Are you low-key bitter oh, about that? This is <laughs> okay. I can't wait to them, but yeah. call me. Okay. Like, it's alumni. Yeah. But yes, I'm pissed. I'm like, what? Yeah, it was the worst. But I finished, and I was like. But you have oh. like seven years of school. Seven whole damn years. Girl. Oh my gosh! And people will be like over so, twenty one credits. Twenty one credits. That I, hurts. I mean, I was like sitting there, like if I have to do one more GE, I've done this. Already. Oh, that's tough. But you made it through. I'm but frustrated for right? you. Like I'm sitting no, here that thinking hurts back. My right? soul. But you know, especially as a creative, but it came like, in you want to get through school. You want to get it done. Yeah. You know, but I finished it. And, you know, I didn't see my daughter for about two years because I would go to school. She would be asleep. I would come home. She would be in the bed. Mm-hmm. Oh. But, you know, I got it done. And, and here I am. But it was like a trial and a tribulation. How, but, you know. How, how did that, that moment shape you, not only as a person, yeah. but as a mother? You know, being, as you just said, I, I, didn't, I didn't wake up with right. you. I didn't go to sleep with you. It was, it was difficult. But I think in that moment, I realized this is kind of what motherhood is about because you do sacrifice and you give of yourself. And so people say like, when are you ever ready to have a kid? You're never ready because there will always be some sacrifice you have to make. You know what I mean? Period. So it's never like this. Okay. I've made all the sacrifice. I I can be a parent. Yeah. (laughs) I can do it. You know, no. There will always be a brunch you want to go to. Mm-hmm. There will always be a trip you want to go on. That you have to miss. That you have to miss. You know what I mean? And so you kind of just suck it up. And I think in that moment, what it showed me was there was a strength that lied within me that I didn't know I had. Mm-hmm. And I think I asked myself often when it happened, like, Lord, why me? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I was like, all my friends having sex. Why I get caught? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? And I was like, like I know not like, everyone's I being safe look, in these streets. I know yeah. she's, yeah. Doing right. she's doing it. She's doing it. He 
Jeezy's doing it. Right. I know for sure, sure they're doing, doing it. it. Right. Right. You know, I was like, really, Jesus? And did really? you, I want to ask, did you yeah. know kind of, right, how? when did you know? That how, I was pregnant? Yeah, how far, like, what happened? Take us through that. Because <laughs> I think that that's like, I mean. Your face. Because <laughs> as a young woman, <sighs> you're, it's like kind of a panic. You go from trying not to get mm-hmm. pregnant to wanting to get pregnant. And I, I remember what that time in life was like. And I remember when I mean, we were obviously doing the do in college. Right. And I remember we had, I don't know if you remember. Yes, I do remember. <laughs> Because I had to pay for it. Yes. Okay. We had like an impassioned night, and I was like, no. Right. (laughs) It was more like Justin was caught up in the. We had to go get some. We went and got Plan Plan B. B. Yeah. In there. But yes, okay. And so, that shit is expensive, it's by yeah. the way. cheap. You know, so, it is not so cheap So, like, at all. walk us through that for sure. our younger listeners. What, uh, what happened? What, I mean, what happened? first of all, stop messing with raggedy people. <laughs> <laughs> PSA? Like, yeah. PSA. Yeah. Like, stop fucking people you don't want to have kids with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just plain and simple. Sex makes babies. Right. Sex makes babies. Life. Period. Plain and simple. And I think we just don't think about that. You know yeah. what I mean? You're just like, oh, I mean, it's cool. It's just sex. Yeah, yeah okay. Till it's not. Yeah. Yep. And then you're like, damn it. Yeah, we have you a know? whole episode called Sex Makes Babies because that's, that's what it's for. All right. And then people forget. Yeah. They're like, how did I get here? You know, mm-hmm. so I had been in this relationship that was real raggedy. You know, won't even talk about that raggedy man. <laughs> so, you know, it was like emotionally abusive, just all this oh, stuff. No. And so then when I found out, I was like, oh no, what am I gonna do? Like, okay. So first of all, I just denied it for a long time. I was like, I ain't pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> no. Knowing you had all the no, symptoms yeah, you were like, showing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, no, no, girl, I'm just sick. Like, don't worry Stomach about flu. it. Right, don't worry about yeah. it. My older sister was like, Bitch, if you don't go get a pregnancy test, <laughs> how long did you is, deny it? Um, a good like two months. Oh, <laughs> damn! So you were in full denial. Oh, right. no, it's fine. So you had no periods or anything. No. So you, so you knew, knew you, you were, were pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. You were just trying to act like I was it wasn't happening. Like I, wasn't. I was like, yeah. no, it's fine. You know, sometimes people aren't regular. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was never that person. So yeah. that was stupid. So yeah. I was just like, oh, damn. Okay, then this is how bad it was, you guys. At one point, I was like praying to have a miscarriage. Oh, Because gosh, that's geez. how terrible the situation I was in. And I was just like... I get maybe, that. Yeah, I was like, maybe yeah. I'll just miscarry. Like, I don't need to have this oh, baby. Because like, you're scared. I was so scared. Yeah. I was angry with myself. Uh-huh. I was mad. I, it was just so many various yeah. emotions. And that would be a way for the pressure yes, to be taken exactly. off of Taken you. off of me. Like, yeah. I didn't do anything. You know, and I couldn't mm-hmm. bring myself to just have an abortion. You yeah. know, and I had a friend, like one of my best friends since day. I mean, he cussed me up and down the street. In DC on Georgia Avenue. He <laughs> so was I like, can go there right, right now and like, still feel that. And I was like, okay. He was like, no, you stupid. And I was like, well, I don't know what to do. Yep. You know what I mean? And all my friends were like, have an abortion. And I was like, I understand, but the way I grew up, the way I was taught, it's ingrained within me. And I also just felt like I can't use that as a form of birth control because exactly. I was being dumb. Yeah. I know what I could have done right. and I Breach. didn't do it. So I just feel like that's not fair. You right. know what I mean? There are people that have to get abortions and right. they should. And if that's your place, I don't judge you. Right. You know what I mean? Because there are days when I'm like, well, damn, maybe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do it, so let's move on. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I was mad for a good two months, y'all. And then I finally came to terms. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, I'm having a baby, so uh, I'm going to go on home. I'm going to leave D.C., which was the worst. So I had to come home, and, you know, I was just, like, around. And then, of course, people think, like, oh, you left school because you're pregnant. Yep. I was like, no, I, I just didn't have no money. Like, I had no problem being pregnant in mm-hmm. school. I yeah. would have walked right around. I would have been like, in class with my baby. Yeah. Right, yeah. excuse me. You know, and what's crazy is let me tell you how God, like, will tell you stuff. I had a dream before I got pregnant that I was at graduation with a baby on my hip. So I ignored my little sign. Yeah, that was that was a prophecy. That, was prophecy. that wasn't a dream. Right. Yeah, that was a prophecy. Said, just and I was so like, you know. What? No, 
that would never happen to me. But I've always had dreams where I see myself places. Mm-hmm. So I should have known, but I didn't. And Drew's here, and she's now nine years old. <gasps> wow. Right. So, that's, she's like right. a full She's person. a full kid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She's grown. Girl with a phone and everything. So <laughs> Nine years old with a phone? I know. Why are we here as a society? Right. I tried to wait till 14. <laughs> Oh, that, you weren't going to make it there. They, they did. The I, mean, I, got, I mean, I got my first phone at what, 12? Sixth grade. Well, I had a pager then. See, yes, yeah, I wasn't I, in, exactly I wasn't, we didn't have I the pager generation. I got mine in high school. Right. Like, yeah, I got yeah. mine in the sixth grade. I was but kids now have like a tablet. Right. They're like three years They're old like with their iPad, own iPad. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, it's, but I say to that though, is technology has changed. Society has changed. It's so easy to pass judgment. Oh, this person has this phone. Like that's the world we live in. That's what it is. Yeah, so you have to balance it. but it's like, it's still a shot to the heart. Yeah. I mean, when she like FaceTimes me, I'd be like, oh, hang up. Don't, like, don't FaceTime me. No, I'll see you later. I just want to get a house phone for the principal, even though no one would call it, Mm-mm. but hey. yeah, so, so that was. So that that was your, your journey. So yeah. you you had to leave school. Ugh. You had you had a, a newborn. I did. You got denied from two hundred jobs. How are you making ends meet with a child and trying to figure this out all out while still being in your mid twenties? <laughs> Yeah, trying to be look she just gave like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out like baby, how did 23 baby. through 28 look for you? Uh, rough. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just want to thank my mama because gotcha. she was there. Like you know, she could have been like, "Girl, you got to go. You mm-hmm. and that baby, you gonna have to figure it out." So I want to thank my mom, my family. You know, just people who supported me because they sure. very easily could have been like, "You know, you gotta go." And I know people who that has happened to. Mm-hmm. You know, and I find that to be unfortunate. And mm-hmm. I was in a situation where I easily could have been tossed to the wolves, but they didn't. You know, what I mean, they embraced me and held me tighter and my mom was there to babysit my auntie was there to be like you know y'all need a spot you're moving here you know what I mean like there was always somebody to watch her and to help me I had an internship and when I got this internship finally after the 200 jobs Finally, I got an internship, and of course, was, was this after your 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 yes. gig with with Issa Rae? No. Okay, so this is before. before. Was it paid? Hell no. Oh, girl, I, I said especially in, in two thousand nine. I was like rooting right. for you during okay. the recession. You think people were doing paid internships no, during the recession? Oh, they yeah. barely yeah. pay people now. Barely. Right. And I was just about to say, you know, that bitch wasn't paid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. So I'm driving from Cerritos to Sunset every day. That's so you know how that push was. Yep. I mean, I'm on the freeway, but I was like, yo, I'm going to do this. This woman, like, I admired her for years. She, mm-hmm. you know, had moved, was working at a company called 5WPR, for those of you that are in, you know, the publicity world, you know that. And she had moved her way up to, like, becoming VP, ended up starting her own firm, had worked with, like, Cube, you know, Khalees. So I was mm. like, yo, okay. I got she, I need right, to know she's you. A boss. Yeah. I can work with her. So that's what you were trying to get into, yeah, PR. PR. So okay. I had gotten my degree in PR, you know, had done that advertising as well. So I said, okay, here we go. So I'm going to take this internship. But I told her, I said, you've got six months. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I've made it very plain. I said, I have a kid. I can't be working here for free. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're not giving me a gas stipend. You're not giving me lunch. Like, giving me shit. And gas was awful gas during was that awful. time. There was oh. three 47 jobs. Yeah. <laughs> what? I'm still mad. Mm-hmm. Like, what? You know, so I'm pushing. I'm, and I drive a Jeep. So you know oh, that you're bitch is guzzling game. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, come on, we can make it on this light. Like, no. You know, so I have like, ma- I have know, mastered ma- my tank of knowing exactly. I, know, I'd be like, I was in a car with my boy just not too long ago. He's like, we gonna make it there? I said, Oh yeah, we, we good. good. I know how many miles right. I got on Don't this light. <laughs> like, so I was there every day. The six-month mark came and I said, you know, I just wanna have an interview. Like, what are we gonna do? Is this gonna become full-time? I'd like to get paid. Mm-hmm. She like pushed me off and pushed me off and pushed me off. So I'm like, okay, so she bullshit. Okay, cool. So one day I just walked in the office and I was like, we need to have this meeting. Either you're going to hire me full time or you're not. What are you going to do? 
I just came in there bold, guns blazing. You know, I was like, either you're going to fire me or you're not. And I've always. I'm, I'm not making no money any damn way, so. Like, what am I right, losing? You have nothing yeah. to lose. I have nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm very of the belief where I can ask you something. If you tell me no, I didn't lose anything. I'm in the same spot I was in before mm-hmm. I asked you. That just means I need Say to, that again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this no is just going to leave me in the same spot. You know, so mm-hmm. it either means that you're not the right person to ask, mm-hmm. and I can go get my yes from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So I came and I asked her, and she was like, well, you know, I just feel like I can't really tell you what to do. What? And I was like, wait, at your company? What What do you mean? So I looked at her and I said, you know, that's a personal problem. Because there's no way that at my company, I would feel like I I, can't tell somebody somebody what to do. do. That's real. It's been a pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go. You got to go. I have to go. And so, you know, the other lady that was there was like, you know, you're really on the pulse. You know, you know trends. You're really, really smart. But I just don't know. I said, you don't have to apologize. Thank you for allowing me to learn with you. I'm going to go. Yep. And after that is then when Issa came to me. And so it was literally like God said, okay, finally. Like, mm-hmm. you got rid of that. You know what I mean? Now you're ready to do what I'm telling you to do. To walk into your purpose. Right. And I was just like, oh, okay, Lord. Well, here we are. Thanks for playing me again. Yeah. <laughs> but it's worked. But and that, it worked. When that was what, 2010, yeah. 2011? Right. Yes. And I was like, like you played Lord, yourself. You played yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you played yourself. I did. So, you know, then I was just like, wow. And even, you know, doing Let Lusty Tell It, that wasn't paid. You know what I mean? I was making like ends meet, but I yep. didn't have to pay rent. I was living with my mom. Mm-hmm. I just had my car. So even the little like money I was getting from that was like, yep. okay, I can put my gas in the car. I can do this. You know what I mean? And that... Show people like, oh, she's. I was getting pressed from that. You know, people saw me, and I'm like, yo. You know, I'm not making no money. You know, me better, So yeah, so you That's know, the LA struggle. It is. We all look good. It's so true. It's smoke and mirrors. So yeah. you sit here. I mean, even with Instagram, I, I talk about it all the time. That you never know. A, do they even look like that? Right. That they're posting these photos on on IG or, or any social media. Yeah, you made it. You made it. You definitely yeah, look yeah. the same. Yes. And we will talk about you have you have curated your Instagram very nicely. I'm like, damn, like she got a professional photographer yeah, that comes and takes. Oh, so you do. She said, I, I do. Very honest. Yeah. I was like, is this? I was like, why does her Instagram always look on yeah. point? See, that's where we're messed at. We, we need are a screwed up because we'll go somewhere and I'm like, babe, like I don't know what to do. Like, take this picture. Right. Do I look like, cute? okay, yeah. Like, I just don't know. What to do? So that, that that's the yeah. Key. We need and like the poses. Nice. I saw the, your Long Beach photo. Yes. Was that a, a photographer? Mm-hmm. Oh. I was like, how does she think to get in that pose? I am. Well, so this is the thing. I, I need to hear done, the tea. Give okay. me give me the secret so on how I to build have this. I've done up. modeling, so okay. I will okay. say I'm you know familiar with like right. what to do in front so of the So you know how to get you know right. how to get your face. Right. You need to get your life. Got I've you. Practice that. You know what I mean? That's like mm-hmm. practice. You know, because you get in front of a camera and like like. Get awkward, uh, yeah. But, you know, so yeah. it's a work. You know, I've yeah. gotten to that place. So now, I mean, I can jump in front of a camera and just know, like, okay, here we go. Oh, you're just going to get face I mean? like right. that? Yeah, she did. Yeah. She did with hands on You know what I mean? You just know what to do. But I definitely have a photographer. So I usually do a photo shoot, I'm going to say every other week. And I usually do, like, between five and seven looks, take all the pictures, get them sent to myself, and then, you know, I blog it, yep. scatter them about. So it's, you know, it 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 works. Damn. People ask me all the time, do you have these on hand? Yes. Yeah, well, they're ready. They have a folder. Like, yeah. All the, oh, okay, this one today, that'll work. Yeah. I mean, you know. That is how you do it. Because I'm looking every day. I'm like, damn, is she really, is she dressed up like this <laughs> right. every right. day? Right. Like, you day? look real nice Just all the time. All over Los Angeles. Nobody's dressed up like that every day. That is. Everyone has a professional photographer. I, I promise know. You. 
Everyone. So like, that's the that's the new key. We just have to put that in, in the back and pocket. And you can find anybody. Like find a homie that takes pictures that'll be like, "Yo, if you take these pictures for me, you know they're gonna get publicized. People will see them. You know, mm-hmm. even look on Craigslist. Like people that have gigs, mm-hmm. look at them. Be like, "Yo, come shoot me. You know, I'll talk about you on my podcast. Yo, yep. thanks to so and so photography for right. doing that." Y'all could do that. And then get it all scored away. We got to do it. Right. Yeah, it is. I mean, it yeah. is because so much of it, again, is that you don't know who's really got oh, what. Yeah. Like, you really people. have no clue. Although you were on a yacht with Issa not too long ago. That though. shit was fine. <laughs> I was going to ask you. I was like, yo, black, folk, <laughs> black folks on a yacht? <laughs> yeah. Because cause, oh, cause this is the thing. I've told Joy and many of my friends for so many years, I said, I want to do my 30th birthday party on a yacht. Totally. So then when I saw that picture, yeah. so our good friend Lena, she was on yeah. a yacht. And I said, I knew you through Z. Nice. And I said, she on a yacht. I said, everybody we know is on, <laughs> is on a goddamn yacht. Yeah. Yeah. My 30th birthday is about a year and a half away. And I ain't no damn right. closer <laughs> to getting to the yacht. Because if Issa's just getting on a yacht right now. <laughs> Shit. Listen, you can get on the yacht. I promise you. Lena is the homie. I love Lena. Um, the yacht was amazing. So shout out to Issa. The one thing I want to say about that is Issa is very good about saying, these are my people. I'm going to bring my people on this journey with me. And so gotcha. that was amazing. Um, but it was just dope to be on that boat with people who are like, the new Black Hollywood. That's real. That That's was, how that I felt dope. about it. Yeah. I'm glad you that that those were yeah. my exact thoughts. I was like, this is young Black Hollywood. Yeah. Like straight, straight up. up. That's, that's everyone under felt. 40. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like, yo, these we're those people. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're like the resurgence of people that are gonna bring this shit back to, you know, the Tashina Arnold's, the Martin Lawrence. Yep. I was gonna say the Martins, like, the, you know the, mean, 90s, the 90s, 90s TV. TV. Yeah. TV yep. Like we've longed for that, but that's yeah. what we had. And so yeah. it was just amazing to be in that place with those people who are all like-minded and like, it was nothing but fun. Like I made a video of it. It was like fucking rap video. <laughs> it was like, you know, it was dope, yep. but yeah. it was it was super, super fun. It was a great day. It was great. Uh, I'm jealous yeah. of your life. It Black was, people want to, yeah. That's yeah. a beautiful yeah. thing. Right. That, that's just, we need to just, y'all could just take right. a group picture and just post it on the internet. You know right. how you have yes. all the, the melanin shots yes. where there's yes. the black women together right. and you say, oh, melanin this. I'm like, yes, I'm clicking the pictures. Right. Like, like, yes. like, searching the hashtags. That's what you needed. Black folks on, on a yacht. A, yeah. So, and then send that to the yacht right, company. It's right, like, like, look, y'all niggas put that right, on your put marketing that material. That on the marketing right. material. You know what I mean? It was amazing just to even see that, to be like, yo, this is where we come. And this shit came from the internet. Yep. Like, all of these people were doing yes. something on the internet. Yes. And now the world is finally like, here we are. Hey, I, know I see you, you guys. Yeah. I see you. You know, so that was just fucking dope. So you're a full-time creative. Yes. You know, you're doing this every single day. Right. You know, Joy and I are, are on the hybrid structure. Okay. We have a, a nine to five, right. but we also have a full-time creative project, which is Love Jays, which is Married Millennials yeah. Podcast, which is a lot yeah, yeah. to do. It's so full-time. It, 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 yeah, it, it, it's two, a full-time job. Two full-time jobs. Right. You know, what does your typical day look like? Oh, Lord. I think the one thing is, like you said, my hand is in a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. So, one, you know, I have Butter and Brown coming out in the fall. Yes. Culinary yes. cooking show. Yes. Super excited about that. Um, so, luckily, that's kind of, like, minimal right now. Because now it's just about, like, a launch. So, mm-hmm. just okay. waiting on that to come. So, I'm not having to do that every day. You, you've put in the bulk right, of Right. The, the bulk of that yeah. work is, like, okay, that's done. How so, long were you guys shooting? Two weeks in okay. Atlanta. So, we were gone oh, for two weeks. Nice. Yeah. yeah. We were just there. We cranked it out. Yeah. Um, Atlanta's fun. And how many episodes there are the first nine season. episodes. Okay, yes. Right. It'll when is it launched? Come on. Yeah, we got to go. I was like, this is your time to brag. I was going to bring it up a little bit later, but we in it, so let's okay, talk yeah, about right. it. I'm clearly the worst like promo artist. I need a manager. Um, yeah. <laughs> so October 3rd, it launches on Aspire TV. There are nine episodes. Some great guests we have are Rick Ross was on. Oh, Ricky Ross. Ross. Ricky Ross. Yeah. Um, Carla Hall was on. David Banner came. Lorenz Tate was on. And yes, he's still fine. Yes. Your whole face. 
Lorenz. He's like the Listen. 90s heartthrob. Right. He's like, the today he's heartthrob. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that little side. Fine. Right? I was like, wow. He wasn't girl strip. He did just do that. He is fine. <laughs> yeah. I was like, and I know you're married. Please forgive me. But that, I was like, sir. Why I mean, you still look this good, right? Why is it we always say, I know you're married. Right. We're married. Yeah, don't tell anyone. Look. Yeah, like, don't worry about my husband. <laughs> don't worry about my yeah. business. Just yeah. like, you know, um, like, I'm just going <laughs> to... Yeah. <laughs> no, um, but it was fun. It was an amazing experience. Our executive producer is G. Garvin. And mm-hmm. so, you know, he's the best. I love him. Um, but it was just an awesome experience. You know, just to have a crew of people behind you, to know that this show came from being done with three folks, like me, Chris, our boy Theo, you know, we just killed in his loft, and then now it's on television. You just kind of mm-hmm. like, what? Yeah, How that you is why. There, you know, yep. you're like, what are you talking about? So that again, just another blessing. So luckily, that's not my everyday right now. You know what I mean? That's like, okay, just waiting on it to come out. Y'all watch that because if you don't, nothing. Right. Um, right. Support. <laughs> so, and then I have Sweet Knowledge Clothing, which mm-hmm. is my clothing company for HBCU students, alumni, mm-hmm. supporters, and that came about. Because basically, I went to Howard and was pissed that I couldn't go to Foot Locker and buy a T-shirt. Like, That's real. I was like, you I know, you go to USC, you can just walk yeah, in there and buy a shirt. USC, everywhere. USC, UCLA. Texas, Oregon, yep. you know, and I'm they like... They got USC apparel at CBS. Girl, they like, got yeah, USC yeah, apparel yeah. in Buckle in <laughs> Minnesota. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. People ain't never seen USC. Like, right. Okay, so that for me was just an annoyance. You know, mm-hmm. and as an entrepreneur, I just believe that there's a difference between business owners and entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneurs are problem solvers. Mm-hmm. So for me, that was a problem. You know, I'm like, I can't go to Foot Locker and I don't live in D.C. So they don't have it, I'm going to make it. And so essentially, I made it happen. And that is kind of like a creative process every day. So, I mean, and I do everything, which I need an intern or an assistant Mm because it's really a problem. So you need a manager, you need (laughs) need an intern, you need a team. There are two job openings. If y'all listen, there's two job openings here. Assistant, right, I need that. Um, Because I'm doing fulfillment, I'm doing design, I'm doing marketing. You know what I mean? So so you're doing it all. Right, I need to delegate. You're one woman. Yes. So, you know, that's like a daily design process. And that's me just kind of looking and researching. Do you design the stuff too? I do. Oh, (laughs) jeez. So I'm like every day, like okay, how can you know what's something new? And now, so homecoming season is coming. You know, yep. October is. I mean, that's the one Ooh. homecoming season is every time. <laughs> this is the one thing I think about. I wish yeah, I went to an college. HBCU just for homecoming because yes. our home. Every time I get our our homecoming emails from our undergraduate right. university, I'm like, get this shit. Right, out of here. it's not exciting. It doesn't no. do anything for me. I mean, no uh, offense, but but yeah. like everybody, HBCU homecoming is globally known. It's yes, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's hyped. It's lit. It's lit. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. The best weekend of yeah. your life. A lituation. I mean, like a lituation. Yeah. Like, and the thing is that people do, it's a homecoming season, literally. Like Damn. Howard, then you have, you know, Spellhouse homecoming, then you have like North Carolina AT, and they like to call theirs the greatest homecoming on earth. Of so course. everybody goes down for the greatest homecoming on earth. Like it's nuts. So it's you go to insane. the different homecomings? I haven't been yet. Because now I'm just here, you know. But yeah, we used to like go to different homecomings, and people Damn. go to Howard, and you go down uh, to Morehouse, and you like go to North Carolina. Like, just turn up. Oh yeah, oh. I, oh, I'm also sad. I, I just, you know, you don't realize that you're never going to have an immersive black experience in your life. Right. Like you, you just, you don't realize yeah. that when you're younger, and that that is probably the one time that you'll be able to do that. And you know what? Also, too, and I remember having this conversation with my parents and yeah. being of this thought mm-hmm. is that you know I didn't want to go to an HBCU and didn't apply because I was like, oh, it's not a, an accurate depiction Ugh. of the world. I was, I was that one as, a, as a young child. I hate that feeling. And let me tell you why. Because you are always black. Mm-hmm. So regardless of what the world, quote unquote, looks like, mm-hmm. you are still a black person in that world. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then it's also limiting to your people. You know what I mean? Like, I went to Howard and for the first time in my life did not feel black. 
Yeah. And that's odd, but that's it's amazing. because my blackness uh, you was everywhere. Wasn't at the forefront. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. You know, I finally wasn't, oh, Leslie, oh, the black girl? Mm-hmm. You know, like, right. Yeah, okay. You know, I was like, oh, Leslie, from Cali, the funny one, yo. With yes. the big yeah. Yeah, you know that's I mean? her. Like, that's her. But you finally got to be someone else. Mm-hmm. And so in that oh, moment, so right, I mean, listen, and I can't even be like, you shouldn't be. No, you should be. Because it was amazing. It was uh, the best experience yeah. of my life. I and mean, I hear it from everyone yeah. who, who talks about it, and it just kills me when I think back. That was my mindset as, at 17, 18 years old. And this was probably about 24, 25. Mm. I just said, I really, really yeah. wish. Mess that one up. I would, now, I can't say, and this is what I always say, is I, I can't say I would do things differently. Yeah. I met my wife there. Right, right. Like five or six of my groomsmen mm-hmm. came from. I'm pretty sure we wouldn't have the, ended up together. We no, would have been too distracted. <laughs> so, way too distracted. This platform doesn't exist my marriage doesn't right. exist so many of my friendships don't exist so i'm you can't say oh if i do right. it all over again i will go right. but you know what this is the thing too i always say where you're destined to be you will get there mm-hmm. the road might be different mm-hmm. so if you're destined to be together it would have you would have found your way to right. one another you know what i mean right. it may not have been the same way yep. but you would have found your way to one another and the thing about going to howard is it was i mean i've met some of my best friends at howard, howard is like family you know mm-hmm. i can go anywhere in the world and if i see somebody in a howard sweatshirt i'm like hey yo bison they like hey you're yeah. in the grocery store. You're like, you're doing too much. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's what it's like. And so I will tell everyone to tell your children to go. Mm-hmm. You know, so when people ask, like, oh, 100%. Why, why are HBCUs important? Go. Because you need them. You know what yeah. I mean? You need to know that your children need to know that they're important in this world. Mm-hmm. They need to know that they matter. They mm-hmm. need to know that their people matter. That their people were more than slaves. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like, real. that they own things, that they made things, that they built things. And those are the things that you learn at HBCUs. But yeah. I thought, to me, on top of those, mm-hmm. the most important thing that you had said was the fact that your race wasn't the one that wasn't. you were, was the first time in life mm-hmm. that wasn't your identifying yep. factor. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, the girl from Cali, the yep. woman with big boobs, the funny one. That was your, that was, it. That, that was how you are, mm-hmm. were identified. And if you ask probably 99.99% of black Americans, at least the ones who aren't asleep, will we'll say the same thing is that, yeah. hey, I'm always known, oh, this is the, the black, black friend, guy. the black, you know, mm-hmm. describe them. Right. So to have that experience for four years and say, I was just, I was the Cali girl, that's not the it. black girl. It was so freeing. That's a lot. You know, you feel like, oh, I'm more than just that. And but it's the best thing about me, but I'm not just that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you just felt like more than a person. And it was it was so amazing. So that's why I hate when people think, you know, why well, I want to go to school with a bunch of black people. What? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Like, yeah. what do you mean? That's <laughs> fucking amazing. You know, I largely did I, I it's not knew. like and keep in mind, it's not like white folks. White folks are going Hello, to school with a bunch of white, white folks all every the time, single time. time. But like, the thing is, I knew about HBCUs, yeah. but I didn't really know, know about, about them, them until I, I was already going to Chapman. <laughs> And Stomp the Yard came out. Oh, Lord. And there's this scene where they're, like, breathing at the top of a mountaintop. Right. And their six-packs are like... And I was like... And my mom was there. I grabbed her. I was like, I didn't apply to what? any HBCs. <laughs> is that what I missed? Yeah. Girl, yes. I was like... That, that is exactly that what is, you missed. That's, yeah. Yes. I, I didn't know. Like, I just... I didn't understand the gravity of it. And I mm-hmm. wish that I would have. Again, I was really sheltered. Not that yeah. my parents, like, didn't care to tell me. But mm-hmm. it just... It wasn't part of the conversation. Sure. I was a, um, a dancer. So I was looking at schools that had good dance programs. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Oh, I, I, didn't, that at Howard. I didn't think about anything else. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Debbie Allen went to Howard. Um, and, and that's who I trained under. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, I mean, and that was the thing, too, that so many people feel like they're going to miss out on an experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, well, if I go to a black school, like, they're not D1, or they don't have this, or they don't have that. And I'm like, but they do. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, but you grew up in here in Cali, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's something, too, that we miss out growing up here, is mm-hmm. that we grew up in California where people are like, why would you leave California? Yeah. There's so many that great was the schools other in issue, California. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was Very going true. to either Stanford, UCLA, or Howard. Yeah. And so it was like, well, I'm either going to stay in Cali or I'm going to leave. That's a smart one. 
That's true. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? But I was like, y'all got to get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah. if I don't leave now, I'm never going to leave. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing I tell people as well. Leave. Like, mm-hmm. you can always You can always come home. home. You yeah. know what I mean? But if you don't go, you ain't never going to go. And mm-hmm. so just being there and taking that leap. You know, then you find that there's just such a dynamic, like, experience of being around different black people. Mm-hmm. You know, that is just like, yo... We're diverse. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But you don't know that. Yeah. If you're only around LA black folks or mm-hmm. your family or whoever else, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It was amazing to me, like Africans and like Europeans who were black. And I'm like, what? that's a completely different cultural yeah, experience. Like, yeah. You grew up where? You know, yeah. they're like, yeah, like I grew up in Trinidad, I grew up in London. I grew yeah, up here. You, like, you share a skin tone, right, but not a But not a life. Yeah. You know, exactly. and so it was it was such a beautiful experience. And and that's how I decided to make the company essentially. You yep. know what I mean? Because I was like, man, I'm gonna join everybody up. And I'm about to put some stylish clothes on y'all. Like, mm-hmm. y'all about to be hot. So that's how it came about. And even that took off. Like, that was a blessing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, had my friends, I made these shirts, and I was like, all right, the six of y'all wear this shit. Go to homecoming. Yep. Like that day, people were like, "Yo, where you get your shirt? Where you get your shirt? Where you get your shirt?" You know what I mean? Like, and I was like, with the square in the my orders. phone, like, yeah. zoop, zoop, zoop. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? So mm-hmm. even now, like, people call me homecoming season. Like, yo, where the new hot? You, you got mm-hmm. the new? You got that new new? And I'm like, it's coming, you. it's I got coming. You. I got right? you. Like, I got you. So, so you're releasing every fall. So it's a new product every line fall, coming. I do like a new product line. So, and that usually holds it over for a good year, which is you know why I want a team because I'm like, yo, let me get some young folks that are graphic designers and who mm-hmm. see it and who around it, and who yeah, are in the culture you know, now. No, mm-hmm. you know, because young people they they know what's going on. They really mm-hmm. do. So that's you know I do that largely every day, and then Hot Mommy is my whole damn day, my whole life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, and that came from I love style, I love blogging, but that space is very white. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, every, all bloggers look the same. They're wafy little white girls. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, oh, you're cute, but you look just but like you don't her. Look, but you don't look like me. Yeah, but and you don't look the like clothes me. that you were modeling and styling don't fit no, my body. No, you know, and they yeah, all yeah. dress the same. So I'm like, you know, yeah, they look cute. They look together, but they all look the same. It's, so, a, it's a profile. It's such a profile, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I was like, I don't like that. You know, mm-hmm. I want our style and black people in general we push the world. We yeah. tell the world what's cool. Jay Z you know just I mean? said it in his, that, in his like, recent interview. He that. literally you know, just said yeah. it. He said, We are the culture. We are the culture. We yep. tell them what's cool. And yet we allow them to take what's cool and regurgitate it back to us. And, it's, and we pay and, and we, they make money right, off of they they make money. Money. You know what I mean? So I was like, Y'all, I'm, it's, it's kudos to that shit. Like, no, I'm about to make a blog. I'm about to do this, you know, and I'm going to invest in it the way that they do. So I'm going to figure it out. You know, and it's not just about like having name brand this and name brand that. I'm the first person to be like, I love Zara. Everything is cute. Like, you know, you can figure it out. Like, mm-hmm. that don't fit you. Now, it's European cut, so all the pants are not made for booties and hips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you can work it out. Like, right. you know. Get you go, a good tailor. Get you a good tailor. I right. tailor everything. Literally. Like, I just bought a suit from ASOS. Look straight like Yves Saint Laurent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? I walked into that bitch like, hello? You know, that suit was like $200. Like, a Yves Saint Laurent suit would have cost me $1,600. Right. But it looked the same. Because it fits real nice. Because it fits nice. You yeah. know what I mean? But that's what tailors would do for you. So... Mm-hmm. Largely, the blog is my everyday. You know what I mean? I try to at least pump out like two to three posts a day so I'm ready, I'm consistent. Like I said, I do the shoots, so I'm styling, I'm doing this, doing that. But just trying to, you know, make it a destination where people want to read and where they see someone that looks like them. For sure. You know, and they can be like, yo, she's stylish, she cute, she got a little body, she not just, you know. Right. So I hope that it's inspirational to people as well as cool to look at. But yeah. that's it, the day. I got you. Yeah. And in addition to, to being a hot mommy, you're mm-hmm. also a hot wife. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. There goes. That's the next one. How long yeah. have you been married? Three years this November. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. You know, um, that was interesting too. Because I don't think, I didn't grow up ever wanting to be like a wife. You know, in the mm. sense that 
oh my God, I can't wait to be a wife. Like, you know, I was like, I oh, get yeah, that. we get married. Like, yeah. that's what's up. That's what people do. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, that shit's cool. I'm glad he said that. Because like, <laughs> yeah, when we were engaged, yeah. I remember gearing up to be a wife. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I really, ne- I didn't think that part through. Mm-mm. And it's like, I had to mentally prepare myself to step into that role. Because it uh-huh. is, it is a role. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all say that. Is that a bad thing? No. Okay. No. I was saying, let me, as, as a husband, just, sitting here, like, I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. It's just different. Yeah. It's yeah, a conscious role. Right. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. It's just um, different. I'm going to roll with that. Right. No, no, no. I mean, listen, because you can be somebody's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And a part of that is just, and you should understand this just as being someone's husband and boyfriend, there's a responsibility that you don't want. 100%. You know what I mean? That's why people don't want to be your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Like, it ain't because they don't like you. It's because they don't want the responsibility of being your boyfriend. Like, mm-hmm. they have to call you. They got to take you out. They got to exactly. meet your mama. Da, da, da. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they don't want that. Being a wife is that times 10. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, especially if you want to be a good wife. Now, mm-hmm. if you just want to be a wife, Feel free. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? That's true. That. But I don't do anything haphazardly. I don't do anything not in excellence. So even as a wife, I'm going to do that in excellence. So for me, that means I want to make sure my house is clean. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that my husband eats. I want to make sure he got clean drawers. Hell, even if I hire somebody to make sure the drawers is clean. They're going to be clean. They're going to be clean. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So for me, it's just I want to make sure my husband's happy when he comes home. And that's just, you know, emotionally, physically, like mm-hmm. all of those things. Don't come here and be like, God damn, I got to go home. You know? Like, yeah. Yeah. I want you to come and be like... Hey, girl. Yeah. Happy to be here. You know, happy to be here. So it's a work. It's a Mm -hmm. conscious thing. You know what I mean? And it's also, I tell people all the time, I love my husband to death. He's amazing. I wish I had a me. Like, I need a you and a me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So everything could get done and I can hang out with you. I I get that. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Right. But it's, I love being married. I think that's one thing is married people that we need to tell people marriage is fun. Mm -hmm. Um, I like it. You know what I mean? Like, I got somebody to kick it with. I have somebody to laugh with. I have somebody I can look across the room and be like, do you see this bitch because she looks stupid? And he's like, yes. Yes, <laughs> yes I do. You know I mean? Yes, like, I do. Yeah, yes, yes, I do. So I, I love that. That's marriage in a nutshell. You know what I mean? Like, you be like, do you see The built-in partner that you can talk shit to yeah. and don't have to say and anything. don't have to say yeah. anything. I'm like... I just asked Justin yesterday. I said, do you like being married more than you liked not being married? And he mm. said, yes. Yeah. And I feel, that's how I feel. Like, I like being married more than... Right, than not. Like, yeah. You know, and surely yeah. there are days when you get up and you're like, oh, you're still here. Yeah, like, hot oh, damn. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know we ain't I mean? that bad. Right. We ain't that bad. No, but it's, you know, it's great to have somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that all of us, when you're married, sometimes you're like, oh, dang, single life looks kind of fun, but mm-hmm. you know it's cool. It doesn't look fun to me. It yeah, does not like, look fun. Eh, right. I'm like, eh, yeah, not really, because yeah. I don't want to have to go out with 50 different people, and I don't feel like eating with you. I don't yeah. really like you that much. You know what I mean? Like, the I built-in think, partner is so, yeah. is yeah. so key. I it's think so the key. thing that would be fun is to not have the responsibility. Yes. I, that, that's the only thing that would be fun, but the like having to go out or meet new people, mm-hmm. like, I don't want to do all I that. I got to get like, to know you again, yeah. get to know your family, yeah. find but, out like, it would be nice to get up and be like, I'm not going to talk to anybody today. Right. Like, oh. I'm going to stay grimy. <laughs> right. And then, like, I'm going to eat, you know, macaroni Crap. cheese out the pot. Like, right. you know, just that stuff that you used mm-hmm. to do. Like, that you, you could know, be just... sloppy and no one's judging you. Yes. Yeah, basically. Right. But you don't yeah. have to, it, again, it's the responsibility yeah. that people don't like of being married. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Completely. I have you to get up. I got to care. Human. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. even when people were like, what? I would never get married. Yes, the hell you would. Yeah. And you yeah. want to. You just don't want the responsibility. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right. We, talk, we talk about, and you hear our generation, you know, speak yeah. about marriage as if it's the worst thing uh. in the world. And you know, her whole plight and why we created this platform and specifically this podcast was to talk about, I was like, marriage is not that bad. Like, the way people talk about it. It's not bad it, at all. No. It's not, it's not that bad. bad yeah. No, it's not, no it's, it's not bad at all. Yeah. But you hit it on the point is that it is a peak human. Yeah. You, 
just have to be responsible. Yeah. That you have someone that you are accountable for for the rest of, of your life. life. Yeah. And you made a lifetime commitment. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, as I told Joy, when we got married, that was the first lifetime commitment either one of us have made, made towards anything. Yeah. yeah. And when you think about the magnitude of that commitment, you're like, okay, well, well, damn. But if you're the type of person that's okay, well, I've just made this lifetime mm-hmm. commitment. Now I'm going to go about and handle my business correctly and make sure I do everything well. Now you're not going to always do everything well Mm-mm. because you're still human. Right. But you at that same time, you, mm-hmm. you understand that there, that you have to fulfill that responsibility. Yeah. And there's a beautiful thing of having someone that you can come home to every night, having someone that supports your vision, yeah. someone that you can work with in our situation. Right. Yeah, it, it, makes, it makes all difference. And my single friends tell me all the time, like, Jay, you don't want it. Like, you don't, it's, you're not missing anything. And it's not like I talk about saying, like, oh, I want to be single. But they just continue to reiterate, just in case you have a thought, <laughs> you're good. let me let you know that you're <laughs> I fine. I think the thing that you're missing with single life in regards to other people is just sex with other people. Mm-hmm. That's really it. Like, if you're really being the honest. Newness. Yeah, yep. yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like penis vagina. Like, uh, <laughs> Right. I mean, it, right. I mean, look, it might be like something could be mind blowing. Hey, but hey, even, hey, hey, even hey, that, even that, <laughs> kind of like it could be could real good. Not about yeah. it. Too many thoughts. Too I'll many be, thoughts. I'll be back too many thoughts. <laughs> you want to stay home today, Justin? Look, hey, hey, yeah. I gotta go. Yeah, where's my kid? You know what? I'm about to go hop on Twitter. <laughs> you know what? I'm about to slide in all the DMs. Right. Oh Lord. I mean, it is funny because my husband and I always laugh that we missed out on the Tinder generation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yep. I never tendered. So yeah. I think that can be kind of fun for people. They're like, ooh, someone new. Ooh, someone new. You know like what I mean? The fact that you can just swipe and yeah. have sex is yeah. like on-demand ooh, yay. sex. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, and it's funny because I was never a good casual sexer. I was mm. so bad at that. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You know, like, Don't I tried. Right? Feelings. You're just like, right. nah, yeah. I like even, you or I don't want you sleeping exactly. with other people. I was and, like, and, and not even like a But I don't want to be with you. Right. It yeah. was more like, eh, I'm good. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so people are like, yo, what's good? Where you at? And I'm like, nigga, don't call me. <laughs> what no. are you talking about? Yeah. Like, you know, like, so, nah, I'm good. Right. I just wasn't good at it in that way. So the way. you up text that they do yeah. now wouldn't work for wouldn't you. Work like, for me. you up? And then I, or, or I'm terrible. And I'm like, yes. And they're like, what do you want? Nothing. Like, goodbye. You know, so I just, I didn't have patience for it. Right. I'm good. You know, so I think that if you're good at that and you can do like the go out and the date this Mm. one and the date that one. Hell, dating is fun. For me, it was stressful because Mm. I was just like, oh my God, I don't care. Yeah. I I don't want to talk to you. You're not invested. I'm not invested. You know, I was very much like, oh, you're fine. Oh, yeah, I'll come and talk to you. Okay, now I'm done. Like, who's next? You know, so I just, I wasn't really good at it. Um, Like, on the episode of Insecure, when Issa asked Molly, you know, can you teach me how to hoe? Yeah. Yep. I felt like that at some point. So uh, I was like, y'all need a friend to teach me how to hoe. <laughs> yeah. right. How you do that? Right. How yeah. you do that? Like, you good. You know what I mean? Because I'd be like, oh, girl, but I kind of like him. And I'd be like, ooh, but mm. I don't want to be bothered. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. no. So, I don't know. I mean, being married for me was just, it was great. And I also think it doesn't take that long to find someone. You know what I mean? Like, I met Jordan at a barbecue in 2012, like, July. And it was random as hell. He was, like, hungover as hell. Like, Damn. Right. And I was just like, oh. And I told my friend, going to this party, if there's no hotties, we're leaving in an hour. Legit. Because I'm yeah. not sitting here with a bunch of people I don't know. 20 minutes later, there he was. And I was like, okay, we can stay. We can, so, hey. we can stay. You know, but I think that when you find somebody that you're compatible with, somebody that can make you laugh a hearty laugh, you know, mm-hmm. and, and can make you tell them things that you wouldn't tell anyone else, that you can trust them with your life, then I think that, you know, you you found someone. Yeah. So I, I like being married. I wouldn't say it's that's funny. an easy thing to find, but I will say a lot of people get in their own way. Sure. Because like, they can't get past, like, I don't know, he's got a mole on the side of his eye. Like, right. you know what I mean? Everything's right, but it's like they can't get You're always past looking for something wrong. Something Superficial. Wrong. I yeah. just never found it. I think people too largely living in L.A. will always say, like, dating is so hard. I never found it difficult to get a man. Those are easy to find. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a man. 
Amen. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're just trying to go out, you're just trying to have sex, you're just trying to do whatever, that's easy to come by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The problem that people have when they're dating is that they're not dating on the same level. Mm-hmm. Everybody has to have the same plan. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. if you're dating casually and we're kicking it, cool. You need to date somebody else that's kicking it. Yeah. You can't be trying to date somebody that you want to kick it and they want to get married. Mm-hmm. That's why the shit's not working. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it's an imbalance. Yep. And when Jordan asked me to be his girlfriend, I told him no three times. Because I specifically was like, I don't want to be anybody's girlfriend. Like, period. Oh, plain damn. and simple. Three times? Three, he was like, be my girlfriend. No. He's persistent. Right. And I was just like, I'm good. And he was like, why are you saying that? When he asked you to marry him, you said yes the first time, right? I did. Because yeah. <laughs> he has courage. Like, all right. Like, no. But I mean, it was for me. And I told him, I said, because I don't want to be anybody else's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. The next person that I'm their girlfriend, I will also be their wife. Mm-hmm. If that's not the case, we can keep dating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You cool. Like, I want to kick it with you. You're a nice dude. But I don't have to be your girl like that. Yeah. Like, you don't have any responsibility to me. You do mm-hmm. you. You tell me if you're having sex with somebody else. You know what I mean? I'll take like, information I'll take and, that move, and yeah. move as I will. You know what I'm saying? But he was like, what? You know, but it also caused him to think. And I think the one thing that I tell women is be honest. You know what I mean? Like, either he with it or he ain't. Again, yeah. the no is only going to leave you in the same place you're in. Mm-hmm. So, and if you like him, he ain't the one for you. That, that's real. And you, you mentioned <laughs> you met him in, in 2012. Yeah. So I would assume that your oldest daughter... Mm-hmm. You had prior to, to meeting yes. him. How was that when you guys started dating? Bringing yeah. that, that okay. conversation up. I think the one thing that when you're a single mom and you're dating, I would always tell people very, you know, forthright, I'm a package deal. Okay. You know what I mean? So, like, I do have another person with me. Just know that. I'm not looking for a father for her. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so you just, you're my boyfriend. You know what I mean? Yep. You're here to date me. You're not dating me and my child. So, you know, she exists, but you may or may not meet her. I just want you to know that. He was very cool about that. And I think that's one of the things that really made me like him, too. Because he was like, okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I'm like. I'm in. I'm still right. in. I was like. Yeah. you cool with that? You yeah. cool with that? Like, for real? He was like, yeah, I'm cool with that. You know, so he was very honest with asking questions. Like, you know, is her father involved? No, he's not. He was like, okay. You know, so is there like a weird relationship? I was like, no, just don't talk to him. He just doesn't exist. Right, he just doesn't exist. You know what I mean? He's like, okay, cool. You know, so for her, the first time she ever met him, she was about four. And I think that's also... How long was that introduction? Um, how long were you guys dating before? Maybe a few months. Okay. You know what I mean? So, like, I would go out, and she'd be like, where are you going? I'm like, oh, mommy's going out with a friend, da 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 And so she's like, okay. But I would never go out before I put her to bed. Mm-hmm. You know okay. what I'm saying? So her bedtime's like 8 o'clock. I'm like, okay, I don't go out till 8, 30, 9 o'clock, just so you know. I always have to put my kid to bed. He was like, cool, not a problem. So he was very understanding. Good. You know what I mean? And I think that that's the thing that some men, or even women, you know, if you have a child, people don't understand your kid will still come first. You yep. know what I mean? I can date you, but please know that this person is the first priority in my life. Um, and he was very understanding about that. And the first time they met, she said, and if, you know, anybody ever hears Jordan talk, he has, like, the most memorable voice, and it's amazing. It's like a radio voice. And so mm-hmm. she's four years old, and she looks at him, she goes, I like his voice. Aww. And I was like, okay, you know. So and she knew something she, struck right, her. Something struck like, her. Mm-hmm. And, and kids are also very honest. Mm-hmm. You know, so if they don't like you, you won't know. You'll know. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So she'll, the way that she interacted with him, I thought, okay. You're a keeper. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because she likes you. And she just gravitated toward him. And they have an amazing relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she calls him dad. So mm-hmm. they, you know, they're like two peas in a pod. You mm-hmm. couldn't tell them anything. But, you know, they do their own thing. And I'm like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> Mom's here? Right. Me, I'm, ma'am. Me. And they're like, to you. yeah, so anyway. Well, thank you. But I love their relationship. That's awesome. I, I love, course, he's embraced yeah. her as his own, you know, mm-hmm. and we have a daughter, so... You know, the fact that he doesn't treat them differently. I was going to say, mm-hmm. how is that dynamic? No, he doesn't treat them differently at all. You know, they're both his girls. Even somebody had asked him, like, the other day, oh, when are you guys going to have, you know, a second baby? He was like, a third? 
You know, yeah. and, just, and the person was like, oh, yeah, okay. You know, but Good, it's like, yeah. that's how he is. There's no differentiation. So it's a successful blend. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no no struggles whatsoever. Got you. Yeah. Well, babe, do you want to get in the fishbowl? Yes. For our first time listeners, fishbowl is a segment we like to do. It's a fishbowl full of random questions. And Leslie will answer truthfully. Okay. I will. What do you believe stands between you and complete happiness? Mm. My inability to lose control. Mm. So I'm just, you know, I like to know what's going to happen when it's going to happen. I don't really like surprises. Mm. <laughs> it depends. Um, but I think that that would stand between me and complete happiness because I'm just always like, no, if it doesn't look like this, then it's not going to work for me. If it doesn't mm-hmm. go like that, then it's not going to work for me. I got to fix it. Make so it work. then how do you remedy that? Um, <laughs> right. I was like, I kind of, I have, right. those, I was like, I have those problems. Yeah. So I understand as a, as a control freak. Right. Um, I think just knowing yourself is the first, mm-hmm. first thing. You know, because if you can admit that, then you yeah. can say like, you've well, identified, you, the right? Problem. I've identified. The yeah. Problem. So now I can definitely be like, Leslie, you got to let go a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. you, you let it go. So you know, even we'll take Jordan for example. I think when people, you know, see the fact that he and I are together, and you know, I could have looked at him and been like, I don't want to date that white boy. Like what? You know, but yeah. I was like, but he's funny, but he makes me happy, but he's sweet, but he's nice. So I just let it go, you know, and I think everyone has their list of all these things. And the one thing I did on that list of things was remove everything physical. Mm-hmm. So there was no, like, he got to be 6'2", he got to be chocolate, he got to have this. You know, it was just like, I want him to be all of these things. Character. Character. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, who he is as a person mattered more. And so because of that... I was able to get happiness in that area. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, you know, like as far as my career is concerned, I'm very much like, oh my God, it's not going right. It's not going this way. I have to understand that things take time. So that's the one way I can remedy that. And, you know, just taking it day by day is, is how I get there. <laughs> a step at a time. <laughs> right, a step at a time. Yeah. You know, um, I'll get there. I'm gonna work on that control freak thing. I got you. Well, know that I'm I'm right there <laughs> with you, you, and we can work together. I'm gonna work on it, and I'm I'm right there with you by proxy because, because I'm married to him. him. Yeah. No, don't play me. Don't play we me. We gonna get through this together. This baby. was Leslie's question, yeah. not mine. <laughs> right. You know the show is marriage therapy for us too. It is. We yeah. work it out. We work Guest it out. or no guest, it's right. always therapy. Mm. Who have you hurt the most in your life, and have you apologized? Mm. Let's think. The most. Probably my sister. I probably said some real shitty things to her. Um, but yeah, I've apologized. You know, most of the time I was like, my You have an older and younger sister. Yes. yes. Okay. So, so was it your oldest or youngest? Probably both of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, both right. of them at the same time. Yeah. So, I've just been an asshole yeah, to both yeah. of them. Yeah. Um, no, my younger sister, I think the ways that I've probably hurt her, and she's told me this, is that sometimes I just make her feel stupid. And, and I know I can do that because mm-hmm. I'm really smart. And so I know mm-hmm. that sometimes I Leslie, can, we need to hang out. I, I was like, say, shit. I was like, <laughs> I mean, I'm guilty number two right, again. Like, like, again? Sh- Is it you again, oh, Justin? Right. So that's definitely me because I'm very like, when someone says something, I can just look at them like, you're what? a fucking idiot. Right. right. Like, <laughs> that's the stupidest shit you've ever said. You yeah. know what I mean? And just very like, okay, but I want to th- listen because I have to. I, have I need to hang out with you a lot more. I'm listen, right here with you. Listen, I'm right here with I tell you. Justin this because we've been, we just had this conversation. Literally this yesterday. Week? Yeah, this conversation okay. happened yesterday. It's because here's today. the thing we yesterday. all feel that way. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows when stupid shit has been said. Mm-hmm. But, well, <laughs> do they? No, I don't know. Not at all. Stupid shit. Right. Especially in the political climate we're in right now. Right. Okay, well. That's Listen. a different story. You have my permission to speak on that. Woo. 
But you can't make people feel incompetent. Right. That's just, the problem. Yeah, like, just because because you know better. Right. right? Because everyone is on their life journey. I know. They got to mm. learn on their own. I know. But it's hard. Right. It's hard. <laughs> it this is, is this hard. This is what I told you. I said, when you know right. that they're wrong and you're and right. you're like, what? Okay, but do I not have that problem? And you used to correct me on it. You used to be like, babe, you can't like yeah. tell everybody everything. Yeah. Yes, because I would know and be like, oh, but you're wrong. Like I would straight up be like, oh, no, that's wrong. Like, no. <laughs> right. I mean, so there's a definitely a difference between telling somebody something and having tact. Right. So I will say so I that's what my problem was. I had no tact. So you have yeah. tact? Yeah, I do have tact. Yeah. Okay. So, but I learned it. You See, know I'm, I mean? I'm like, working yeah. on my tech. Like, I definitely used to be a dick. Like, yeah. Like, yo, you stupid as fuck. Shut up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's rude. I like, said, I used to be there in college. Now yeah, I've, like, I've graduated. I've gotten a little yeah, nicer. I've gotten better. You know, and I think the thing that used to hurt my feelings is people like, you're mean. And I'm like, okay, I have to remedy this. Because I'm not mean. No. I really am not. But I am very honest. Yeah. But honesty doesn't mean that you have to be rude. No. And so I would tell people like, okay, listen, so let's think about this. Yeah. Like, if we do this, does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> so now you, like you walk them right, right. Like, so with that they can come to a conclusion on their own. With a little bit of shade. Right. Yeah. Like, Point it in there. Just. Do you think that's the best decision you mm-hmm. can make? You know what I mean? Even with my kids. Like, I'll tell Drew all the time, I'm like, is that a good decision or a bad one? <laughs> with the, chi- the, the, my, the hand under the chin. My two year old says, thinking emoji. Literally. Damn. She'll be like, thinking emoji. And I'm like, yes, think about it. Yeah. And come back with right, the right answer. You got about I love minutes, that though. You know, before I knock you out. So. <laughs> you know, listen, I think critical thinking is it's, important. Girl, that has been the latest like, lesson. Yeah. I'm like, critical thinking is key because when you say some dumb shit, I don't like it either. I hate it. I don't like I it either. I hate it. But hate it. sometimes it is not our place. Oh, I know. <laughs> and I know it feels like it I'm is. I'm with you. Right. That's I'm with you, Leslie. Because <laughs> why would you just, the, my, my thing used to be, because I was very defensive about yes. it. This is why I can help. Because I used to feel like there were people walking around being like, the sky is green. And it's clearly blue. Right. Like, clearly. Right. But you have to let those people who think oh, the sure. sky is green, because maybe they're colorblind. Maybe they can't see like you can see. Listen. Yeah, you but let them come. Live your stupid life. Right. Just exactly. don't live it next to me. Facts. Because okay. if you do, you're subject gonna, to get something. You are subject to yeah. be told. Well, just know? tell them nicely. Right. That's, that's, exactly. that's why you that's ask it. questions. It's in delivery. Right. You, yeah. It's all in delivery. That could be condescending too. It can be. And, and so you look, know. In addition to that, I'll yeah. say my mother. Because she's told me that, like, Leslie, you are so condescending. Mm. And I'm like, Mommy, you're not stupid. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. But sometimes I'm just wondering. The shit that you right. say. Yeah. Did you think causes some right. concern like, for me to say some shit. Concerned, yeah. right? You know, she's like, Leslie, you you know, so I've worked on it, but I definitely I know myself. Yeah. So again, you know, I'm very self-aware. Right. If there's one thing that I do know, it's like, okay, I'm about to be a dick. So <laughs> Yeah. Like, I mean, if you preface it, yeah, see, that is yeah. good like, that you have. See, yeah, I don't have that. Oh, I don't yeah, have the check. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, okay, I know it's coming, but I don't have the moment before mm-hmm. I say, Justin, you're about to deliver yeah. some rude right. shit. Here it comes, like, it just doom. I would yes. say self-awareness is something else you have oh, to practice. Oh, so key. Yes. You gotta practice. Yes. Yeah. And I've learned that. And this is what I'll tell you. Going into your 30s, mm-hmm. you learn that. Those that's something that I feel like I've learned as an adult in, mm-hmm. you know, being a mother, being a wife, you know, being 30. I'm like, yeah. I'm not 20 anymore, so I can't really make those mistakes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I don't know, when 30 hit, I feel like, oh shit, I'm an adult. Okay, here we go. Cool. So I got a year and a half. Right, to exactly. That shit out. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. You know, but <laughs> self-awareness is key. You know, I, I know great? me. So I'm, you know, and again, I don't want anyone else to feel like, don't walk through your life thinking I've offended you. Mm-hmm. I am quick to apologize. Yeah. I will be like, yo, my bad. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I apologize, because that's not how I meant that. Right. But, that was but on the other end, because <laughs> the other thing I is, apologize the way I said it, 
But just on so you know, on the other spectrum of things, right. like just on a side yes. tip, like why where I struggle is because I do also understand that you are responsible for your reaction Absolutely. to things. So I'm like, it's not. Is it my fault that I offended you? Like right. you know, like I start playing that. Totally. But then I'm like, I do need to do everything I can on to my not. end. Absolutely. Yeah, but if I did all the things and you're and still, still offended, that's not my problem. Right. Yeah. Like somebody said to me the other day. So someone made a comment about like a pregnant person. They were like, "Damn, she having twins." I'm like, "Oh, that's the rudest shit you could say." Mm-hmm. And they were like is it the rudest I said yes and yeah. I was like first off because why do men feel like it's okay for them to comment on women's bodies you can mm-hmm. shut the fuck up right really you yeah. know and I was like secondly pregnant women are already feeling like really like this is what I look like yes yeah. I know I'm pregnant but you're already struggling with you know your body type and yeah. so then for somebody to ask you is there more than one in there like yeah. what you know, the audacity the audacity and the only like, way that would be good news is if you, were, you, you were have triplets to, right yeah and you're like, but he was like, well, maybe you're being just a little sensitive. I said, no, no it's not sensitivity. I said, I can disagree with you and not be sensitive. I said, I'm the most jokey joke person out here. I'm here for a laugh. But it's rude. It's That's rude. rude. And I was like, yeah. plain and simple. So, you know, we can move on with the conversation. Just don't say that rude shit again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like people can take it how they want to. Mm-hmm. But you got to tell them sometimes. Yeah. You know, sometimes people just that need I to feel be like informed. it was your place. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I. It definitely depends. Yeah. I don't let ignorance slide. It, yeah. <laughs> I'll let stupidity slide, but uh, I'm not ignorant. No. Like, I can't. I just said, stop messing with right. these raggedy people I'm at the beginning of the episode. Stop messing with these raggedy people. Like, you, mm, no. But I've apologized. So, sister, I love you. There you go. You know. Good. Last question. One more. Oh, ooh, I get one more. Oh, let's make it a good one. Let's see. Ooh. What do you regret most so far in life? Having sex with an idiot? Yeah. <laughs> what? That shit was easy. Oh my god. That, that is a great that's the best answer we've what? ever had. Having sex with an idiot. Brilliant. I bet you that's a lot of people's regret. Listen. <laughs> grateful for my baby. I love her, but damn it. But she could have had a different he, daddy. She sure to help me. <laughs> I could have took her and be like, you could take this nigga and go. Yeah. But yes. Mm-mm. Bye. Oh, my that, gosh. Yes, that's probably my biggest regret. Because, you know, it just altered the state of my life so much. You mm. know what I mean? Like, before that, it was like, okay. Um, it altered it in good ways. Because yep. I think it set me along the trajectory that I went and I should have been. Otherwise, I would have been, you know, in law school someplace and, you know, doing some other shit. Yep. So, I'm glad I'm here. Right. And I'm grateful for the experience and all that. But that... Hell yeah, that's the biggest regret. I had yeah. even two extra years in school. That cost me a lot of damn money. I was like, and that cost yeah. me. Does that push you a little more, more debt? Right, yeah. Know, so and it doesn't sound like obviously he's in the picture either. So yeah. he's like, he's just, he was just a sperm donor. Yeah. Yeah. At a time you didn't need the sperm. I'm sure to have Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pass. Like. But their biggest regret became your, your biggest blessing. My biggest blessing. Yeah. Exactly. She's amazing. That's, that's, a, that's yeah. a testimony. She really yeah. is. You know, and I always tell people, like, the things that you go through in life never make your circumstance your story. You know what I mean? Like, it was a circumstance. It happened, but we moved on. You know, we moved on. I'm not bitter. I'm not even angry, like, to be honest with you. Like, I hope he has a great life. But he just doesn't have to be a part of yours. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Gone. Enjoy it. <laughs> well, there it is. Leslie, thank you so very much thank for coming you. in yeah, and I sitting you guys. So and fun. talking. We love yeah, you. Most I, definitely. I, 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 you're gonna be in the circle now. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely in the circle. We will see you again. And we have yeah. and we have connections too. Right? Yeah, that, we so have we've been, we've known each other's friends. names, but we've never officially and met we and are. sat down. I met I met Leslie in Chicago. This is true. You did. Yes. So I had never yes. met you. So right. I knew you by name Welcome. for years. Yeah. Gosh. But now you're in. <laughs> <laughs>
for being so here. Thanks for having me. No problem at all. Again, thank you so much for being here. And always to you listeners, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And of course, share it with your friends. And as always, let's keep the conversation going online. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com, and you'll see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye.